fear can cause us to chain the Holy Spirit's power in our lives. What would it look like? What would we do living a life unchained? Welcome to the Spiritual Father Podcast. I am Father Adam Carrico, and this homily was recorded on May 30th for the Pentecost Sunday 4 p.m. Vigil Mass at Ascension Catholic Church, Louisville, Kentucky. As always, thank you for listening. Enjoy. I'm going to try my hand at a bit of geography this evening, and thank goodness we have not only one, but two experts in the geography of Eastern Kentucky. And so, the great city of Pineville, one would say that that is indeed in Eastern Kentucky. Okay. Once I said that Corbin, the city where my mother comes from, was in Eastern Kentucky, and I was flat out rejected, not by you all, they wouldn't do that to the pastor, but I was flat out rejected by the idea that Corbin was in Eastern Kentucky. But Pineville is, and if you've ever been there, it's an interesting little town. Uh, on the mountains surrounding it is a rock, and this rock has the distinction of being chained to the mountain. It's an attraction that has brought people there since it was chained in 1933. Before then, the people in Pineville would tell travelers and their children that it was okay, don't worry, the rock is not going to roll down the hill, down Main Street of Pineville, like Indiana Jones and the Mountain of Dew. Oh, come on. I've worked on that all week. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Mountain of Dew. Come on that indeed it wasn't going to roll down the mountain because it was chained. They were lying. But one day in 1933, a couple of men decided that they had had enough of telling that lie, that they indeed were going to take a large chain and go up the mountain and literally bolt it to the mountain. 1933. There was a lot going on for those people at that time. They were at the height of the Great Depression. The Spanish flu that we have heard so much about in recent weeks and months had been just four or five years ago. The ravages of World War I were a distinct memory in a lot of the people, and um, the, the clouds of war were beginning to uh, gather once more. It was a perilous time. The economic plight, especially in, in uh, rural communities, uh, and health, uh, well-being, everything was questioned. And so these men, uh, under the pretext of uh, creating a uh, reason for people to, to visit Pineville, to see the chained rock, went up the mountain and chained the rock. But ever since being told this story, way back when, I thought to myself, I would imagine to have drugged that chain all the way up there, that they must have been doing so not just as a trick or a fraud, but out of a real sense of fear. They wanted, they needed to do something. All of that anxiety, all of that fear, all of that uncertainty, they needed to do something. Can we understand that feeling? Can we put ourselves in the shoes of those men sitting there that day and 
in Pineville, Kentucky, needing to do something. The point is that what they have done is pointless. If that rock were ever to decide, not that it has its own capacity to, to think, but if that rock was going to roll down the mountain, that chain's not going to stop it. It's pointless. Even if it were an actual threat, which it's not, it's not actually a rock in itself, it's actually just a piece of the mountain. It's attached already to the mountain. But if it were to roll, that chain wouldn't stop it. A chain is obsolete. It's meaningless. But out of fear, out of anxiety, the men of Pineville chain that rock anyway. The church is often referred to as a rock. Peter, Cephas, the rock on which Christ would build his church. It has at times been chained as well. And those chains, while uh, being placed there out of fear and anxiety, are as pointless as that chain in Pineville. That the Holy Spirit cannot and will not be chained. The Holy Spirit is too powerful, too uh, present in the world to be chained, and yet the Holy Spirit desires for us to invite it in. The Holy Spirit will not work in our lives unless we invite the Holy Spirit, welcome the Holy Spirit, work with the Holy Spirit. The church in recent months has been chained to a degree. Now, don't get me wrong, it's important to be safe, but what pushed me over the edge, like that rock in Pineville, was the recent article in the record saying that the priority of the church in these weeks is safety. Sisters and brothers, I am concerned for your safety, don't get me wrong. But my priority has never been your safety. It has been your sanctification. It has been your salvation. It's your soul that I'm worried about. The church has been denied access to those very people who need her most. The Holy Spirit has been chained. Priests have been told, don't visit the sick and the dying. Hundreds, if not thousands, have passed without receiving the sacraments. It's not that I'm concerned for their soul in those cases, but for the comfort of the dying. One shouldn't have to die without access to a priest. And I tried and was denied at one point. You can't go in. It's not safe enough. And yet here we are, uh, gathering together again finally, and our world still is in uproar. The Holy Spirit has been chained. The babble of old has reappeared. We speak a common language, but many of us don't hear one another for the words actually being said. We know what they think, and they don't think what we know to be true, so they're wrong. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not pointing anyone out, because I do it as well. The babble of this world has infected our lives. The Holy Spirit has been chained once more. We don't allow that into our lives. 
a short story to uh, express what it looks like for the Holy Spirit to not be chained, a witness that I have contemplated quite often uh, over these past several weeks, these months, and it occurs to me I have a fellow classmate here from St. Aloysius. The, uh, the example of St. Aloysius Gonzaga, a young man, 20-something years old, a subdeacon. He wasn't even yet a priest. And yet he stayed in Rome. His family, a, a powerful family in Spain, told him, it's not safe. You have to get out of there. The Jesuit order to whom he was answerable to said, it's not safe. You got to get out of there. We need you. You're too important. Your family knows people. That's literally what happened. They were too worried about his connections, not about the ministry he was doing. He succumbed to the plague that was inflicting Rome, and he died. And sisters and brothers, he's a saint. Thanks be to God. It's not that we need to put ourselves in danger but let's not chain the Holy Spirit by holding so tightly to our safety, to our preconceived notions, to our idea of what other people are looking for in their lives, but allow the Holy Spirit free reign in our lives. It's not safe, but with that comes salvation, comes sanctification. Thanks be to God. you have enjoyed this homily and have gained something from it. For more from Spiritual Father, please visit spiritualfather.org, where you will find other homilies, blog articles, social media posts, as well as links to various projects. Thank you for the support. May our Lord and Savior bless you this day and every day to come.